we're starting up another new episode now. Yeah, uh, this is, uh, this is those, what do we name it again? I keep forgetting the name of our own podcast. Were those muck, were the muckrakers? Those muckrakers the- were breaking muck. Were those muckrakers? We were going to be a couple of muckrakers, but like that's too long for a Twitter handle. So we became those muckrakers. Yeah, which, which is more is... accurate anyway, I hope, because eventually we're going to have more than two. Well, it's ironic, I guess, because I feel like we're not, we're not really stirring anything up. We're not really stirring the pot. Yeah, right now we're not exactly going against the grain. We're going in the same direction that all the other grain's going in, which everyone's saying this current administration is really not our best and brightest, folks. And they're hurting a lot of people. Uh, more than that, so I'm actually excited about this. I thought that, like, uh, from last week, that, like, all the other school massacres, we'd all talk about it for uh, a week, and then it would go away. But, 24 hours tops. But this had gained, this this most recent school shooting in Florida uh, has gained traction, and, like, the students are actually, like, staging walkouts and stuff like that, and it's really cool, because a lot of them are also about to be eligible to vote. Yeah. Uh, so it's really, it's that's exciting in that, like, oh, it's, my God, maybe we're finally going to have meaningful change. That's creating a whole lot of for-life Democrats as uh, more students realize, oh, if I go along with this agenda, I get to leave school early. So uh, everyone out there that are all like, oh, kids don't understand the issues, they understand that they get to leave school if they think a certain way. So they're definitely going to go with that. Like, the GOP has nothing on this. What are they going to do? Offer, like, better lunches? No, you still have lunch in the school. You get to leave the school. You can go eat wherever you want. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it. Let's, well. Winning. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of different arguments I've been reading, and I've, I, I probably, I guess maybe I should have. I mean, I've been doing research, but I haven't typed anything up. Um, but the biggest, the, so the, the start out with the, if you didn't listen to us last week, uh, and you have been in a cave and you haven't listened to the news, there was a, uh, so shooting at a school in Florida, uh, was it 17? 17 kids died? Yeah, 17. Uh, the guy, uh, had an AR-15, he, uh, which is a military style assault rifle. He, he bought it legally, he had a history of mental illness, he was a, a rabid Trump supporter, there was photos of him in like... Make America Great Again hats. They said he really enjoyed uh, wearing to school. He had made death threats and all this other stuff. Death threats or something. He'd done something where the FBI had actively investigated him. And uh, then he went and shot up a school. And, you know, we we all did the thing where we talked about it and thoughts and prayers and this, that, and the other. And I was worried that it was going to be another school shooting. But then the the students started taking an active role uh, and, and protesting and speaking out about it, which is is great, and that's actually something that you didn't see in Sandy Hook because they were all toddlers when they died. Yeah, like that was supposed to be the time that we put up or shut up, right? Like Sandy Hook, a lot of very young children died, and you would think if we are ever going to do something about the gun problem, it would be then, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing happened. But this time was different for some reason. The kids were actually will. Well, I mean, we've had you know shootings at high schools before. Like the very first major school shooting was uh, at Columbine High School, but none of those kids came well, out and said something about it. And other people that haven't the, since then. That wasn't the first school shooting. That was like the second or third when it really started to gain ground. That that was when that was the first one that people really took notice of. It's like, oh, this is uh, kind of a problem, isn't it? There was one before that. I that be- was twenty years ago now. There was one before that, I believe. Uh, and I think the guys that did it might be out on parole now. They set up a fire alarm or something, so everybody ran out into a uh, like a courtyard or a playground that was fenced in, and they just started shooting them. 
shooting him up, and then mm. right after that happened, uh, Columbine happened. Oh. Yeah. So what? So, are, so the, but the, what happened this time was the students actually started the survivors started speaking out about what happened, and a lot. A lot of people have been getting behind them too and supporting them, and this is helping project their voice. And this is the perfect time for it to be happening too, because this is the year after the Me Too movement, right? Mm -hmm. Where people that have just been historically shat upon, uh, you know, with uh, women being able to be freely sexually harassed all the way up to last year, children freely shot all the way up to this year. This is the time in which change seems to be happening more than ever because the current president's so horrible that it's woken everyone up. Well, it brings us ah. it brings us back to the the opposition, uh, of course, the the NRA. So the first thing they started saying about these kids is that they were actors. Oh yeah, they're actors. It's a false flag operation by the government, so they can come get your guns. That's uh, what um what ah oh, what's his face the uh, screamy guy with the. They're turning the frogs gay with the water. You mean our patron, the patron saint of our podcast, uh, Alex Jones? Yes, Alex Jones. Uh, patron patron the... saint of gay frogs. <laughs> uh, but he pushed really hard on the uh, false flag operation. They were all just child actors. No one actually died at Sandy Hook angle. Yeah. And, uh, and the NRA again tried that with this. Problem is that there's just way too many people tuned into reality this time around and they're not able to bury it like they usually do i think the other problem is these kids are internet savvy and uh, social media savvy and we're, would go on and be like hey i'm still here I'm not a crisis actor and because uh, i got you know like a, a four-year-old that's been traumatized can't do that well, uh, of course some people still believe them but i mean the nra has had a long time now to perfect their propaganda skills and they're not trying to fool everyone they're just trying to fool enough people that they get to keep selling guns well here's the bigger problem well that you know the gun manufacturers that pay them get to keep making guns did you see marco rubio doing the pp dance yeah um see now that's that's sad because rubio is actually one of the best republicans like back during the uh 16 candidates for president on the Republican side during the 2016 primaries, he was the one I pointed at and said, you know what, if he became president, I wouldn't be too upset. But you just got to remember that the best Republican still seems to be a monster. Because he's still deep in the pocket of the NRA. Who does he he get his money from? The NRA. Yeah, so the problem problem is, and I I can't remember what article, I got to start writing this stuff down. The article I was reading or the thing I was listening to was really fascinating. They were talking about how many politicians would welcome uh, campaign finance reform so that all their time um, is not spent campaigning or trying to get campaign contributions or being in the pocket of like you know the NRA and people like that, right? Uh, which yeah. is where I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope this doesn't just stop at some kind of um, you know sort of token gun stock legis- or uh, uh, gun legislation. I really hope that uh, this pulls the string that unravels the entire sweater. Of like the uh, the president's lobby. already said that he's not going to ban anything. Oh, of course not. But we don't need the president, and I think we're doing fine without him. I uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, the, like uh, our cartoon president said, the military pretty much runs the show. Though apparently, Kelly's General Kelly's going to get fired soon. Like that's what's coming down the pipeline. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Well, this completely also buried the fact that uh, okay, like 13, 13 Russians and like Russian entities were. Were uh, con- were like convicted and stuff. Well, not convicted, but Which, uh, what's the word? I'm they were for? indicted. They were indicted. So, uh, 
Yeah. There has been another conviction today. Uh, Rick Gates was just, he pled guilty, so that's the third guilty plea in this whole thing. And what these 13 new indictments mean is that they now prove that legally a crime took place. Like, that's on the books now, as officially as official gets, that a crime took place in 2016 with the Russians undermining the American election. Now that that's been established, we can start tying the Trump administration and his family to the crime. If so, anybody had reason to create a false flag situation, I feel like it would be the Trump administration to cover their tracks. I don't know why people don't make their conspiracy theories a little bit neater. Well, because he's not our best and brightest president. He's got lots of problems. Well, the other, the other issue is, uh, and I, I love this, and one, one of my friends, Chris, on Facebook said this. He goes, you really think that the government that was uh, crazy enough to create a false flag operation would use actors? He goes, they would just kill real people. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they would. <laughs> They'd kill plenty of people. Why would they use act? And there was another meme that says uh, they were making fun of the false flag people. They go, I believe that there is an evil conspiratorial cabal within the government willing to stage false flag operations. But I also believe that they are dumb enough to use the same actors. <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, like, dude, come on, man. Make your conspiracy theory neat. Speaking of internet memes, here's a great one I just saw. Uh, it's a multiple choice question. Uh, if your child hits another child with a stick, do you A, give everybody sticks, B, give certain kids sticks who are adapt with sticks to defend everyone else, or C, take the sticks away? Uh, well, I mean, me personally, um, this is hard, because my natural inclination is to give everybody sticks and watch the, <laughs> and watch, well, watch the carnage ensue. Yeah, watch the carnage ensue, you know, Thunderdome but, a little but, bit. But, yeah. as, but as a teacher... My personal reaction is to pick up a bigger stick and yell, the next person to hit someone with a stick gets hit by my stick. That uh, that's also reminds me of what Colbert said, which was, uh, the laws are meaningless, everyone into the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of the argument being used. So Right, it's like, well, we can't, have gun we can't have laws against guns because the criminals will still break the laws. And it's like, well, that's a good argument for let's just not have any laws at all. Yeah, man. Right? It's like, what, what's the point? It's the only thing that's going to stop a, uh, a speeder with a car is a faster good guy speeder with a car. It's like, what? No, we regulate this shit so that, you know, we can do something before an accident happens. So, right? That's why we have a speed limit so that if someone's going 130, we can stop them. That's why we don't just not have any speed limits. Like they're going 130. Nothing we can do about it. Oh, we just killed a bunch of people. All right. So another, himself. another reaction, another reaction, well, another reaction to the stupid thing is but we could make it illegal, but people speed anyway. They're pushing. They're pushing. They go. You know what we need? We need teachers to have guns. Yeah, that's that is what the president is pushing, and it's like, God, damn it! What? Okay, he then said, "Well, you know what we need to do is we can't just give them to everyone. You have to have specially trained people." And he pointed to uh, General Kelly actually and said, "General Kelly, he's the perfect example. If he was a teacher, like say he's going in there and teaching people history, how we win our wars, then he could have a gun, and if someone comes into the room, bang, 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 he can shoot back at him, and the person won't come in there because you know bullets are coming back in his direction." And it's like Jesus Christ. So yeah, the um. <sighs> Uh, well, remember, uh, this, this is, is the this guy. Is thing. This is a uh, guy that is so dumb that he thinks he invented the surprise attack. 
yes, yes. That's uh, from what Sean Baby said. But what Colt Bear pointed out was that, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what uh, Colt Bear said about this is, yeah, that's right. Uh, specially trained people have the guns, not everyone. Could you imagine the state our country would be in if anyone could have a gun? Well, you know, what's funny about this See? is... See? Huh? 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 That's, that's the whole fucking point. Months ago. Is that anyone can have a gun. And our country's in a lot of danger. Months months ago, before all of this oh, happened. Oh, and they they also said that um, these students can't fathom the uh, the situation right now because it's too complicated of issue for them. However, at the same time, they're saying, but as soon as these students turn uh, 18 next year, they they will be competent enough to have a gun and do whatever they want with that gun, such as go back to their school and shoot it up. That's what this shooter did. Yeah, I had a nightmare a few months ago. Uh, before all this happened, I had this weird nightmare because I'm a teacher and I had this weird nightmare that, like, uh, in my class, uh, well, I had a gun, and somehow I guess I was setting up my lesson stuff, and one of my kids got a hold of my gun, and I just, you ever had a dream where, like, the reality of the dream seems normal, and then, like, your normal, your regular waking day logic kind of pops in, and my waking day logic, uh, goes, wait a minute, why do you have a gun in the classroom? Oh, man, you're gonna get in a lot of trouble, that kid's got a yeah. gun. Like, cause before that, I was just like, oh, little Timmy's got my gun, no big deal, uh, and now they now my my nightmare has become um, has become reality. Yeah, I'm not carrying a it's gun, a... and I like anybody that thinks a teacher should carry a gun or concealed carry in a public school ought to go teach a class of 35 kids. Yeah, it's like ah, Jesus. For one thing, that is just more bullets flying in more directions and more possibilities of students getting hit. Because I mean, your bullet could easily miss the person that you're shooting at, go ricocheting down the hall, and take out like three students. And now you have their blood on your hands. Because the NRA didn't want to just restrict guns. They're all like, no, guns for everybody. This but, building's on fire. Bust out the flamethrowers. That'll get rid of the fire. Well, all their, all their, and this is what people. Well, always... you know, te technically the NRA's plans might work. If there are enough guns out there, eventually all of the children will be dead, just like in the film Children of Man. And then we don't have to worry about our kids dying. Well, what happens, I ask you, why are we so trusting of teachers? We can't even get teachers to stop molesting students, and now you want to yeah. hand them guns? Remember the uh, the teacher that's fucking with you right now, and uh, the principal's like, yeah, this um, this guy's like trying to dick over everyone else. Would you really trust him with a gun? Yeah, I have people. Or, I, there's people. Oh, I, yeah, there's people I teach with. I wouldn't want to have guns, but yeah, it's it's. There was one teacher I had when um, I was back in high school who she was prone to like breaking down in the class and I know that if she was in there like trying to get the students to behave and she like has an emotional breakdown goes no one would I mean to be fair we were little monsters yeah but she kids was are not, she was not emotionally ready to deal with a bunch of little monsters and I know that she would have busted out her gun and just took care of the problem that way yeah, shot herself. And then, like, I think so, in Utah, I, uh, um, a teacher shot themselves accidentally in the staff bathroom uh, right after that. Like, so here's and, the... and you know that that Florida high, high school that was shot up did have an armed guard, yep, right? Yep, and that's, that's what I want to talk about. So there, this is this is it. This is the thing I've, I've, they, they have been salivating for, uh, the good guy with a gun scenario. The good guy with a gun, the Clint Eastwood... Yep. The tough guy will stop the bad guys, right? It's just common yep. sense. Just common sense. Well, there was a good guy with a gun <laughs> who walked out of the school when the shooting began and took up a defensive position. And <laughs> was like... So he's just like hiding behind a car. It's like, I'll get him when he comes out. Yeah, which, you know, and I'm torn on this because number one, 
if you can't protect the kids, don't have that job. Uh, but yeah. number two, I understand that, like, it is human reaction under times of great stress to flight or fight. And a lot of times you don't have any control over that. Your brain takes a backseat to whatever your lizard brain wants to do. Also, here's how I'm envisioning this happening. What does every single kid under the sun have these days? What, a cell phone? Cell phone. Yeah. Cell phone, right. They're running around their cell phone trying to, like, uh, call their mom to say I love you one last time while the shooting's going on. The good guy with the gun's running around. He doesn't know who's doing the shooting. He sees someone around the corner holding something in their hand, sh- pegs him right in the face, and that's just one more casualty, innocent I... casualty during this mass shooting because he overreacted. And that's another problem if the police are trying to clear a shooting situation. The more people that have guns, the more likely that the cops are going to shoot the... them because they don't know who the shooter is. Yeah, now, the police are ideally more cap- a hell of a lot more capable of handling these types of situations than teachers, but of course... Oh, and another thing is that who's going to actually be funding all these teachers getting guns? Like, the school doesn't even have the budget to get, you know, a fully stocked library, and they're expect They can't even, like, buy- let teachers buy copy paper anymore. They have yeah. to buy them themselves. They have to buy supplies for their kids themselves, and they're going to have the budget for guns? No, the... Uh, plus, what does that do as soon as they start buying all these guns? Well, all those contracts for all these guns is just going to be lining the NRA's pockets. So if you follow the money, you see who benefits from this. The people that are pushing for it to happen, the NRA. Yeah, you know, it's it would be the same if... I'm sorry, if, that, was, that was sort of a zigzaggy conversation for me, but well, it, I think you get what I'm saying. It's the exact same as if, if McDonald's was behind, like, uh, some kind of, like, you know, food... It was, it was behind the FDA and, like, their labeling of, like, their studies and their labeling of, like, food and stuff like that. And McDonald's like, you know what? You know what we need to fix heart disease? More French fries. I was just thinking French fries because I love McDonald's French fries. I'm well, aware of how bad they are for But nobody, me, no, everyone would be like, no, you just want to sell people stuff because you're a business. But yeah. here's the thing, though. They don't see that. They don't see that with the NRA because the NRA is so good at, uh, and this was something else we'll talk about, this sort of branding where where they uh, they tell oh man this is about your freedom, and <laughs> and this is about you know they want to take away your freedom and 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 people are like no uh, you're just trying to sell more guns like you don't actually care about my freedom. Yeah, because uh, you know yeah the Constitution says right to bear arms but you know what else it says it guarantees you the right to life right life liberty and the pursuit of happiness the life part right there at the beginning kind of taking that away from us if uh, everyone has uh, ak-47s but it's so that's a, that's a problem i think that we've gotten really good at, at political branding so uh, also uh, also in the constitution the elasticity clause the ability to add amendments including the ability to amend other amendments oh look at that it's all right there they just want the part of the constitution that they like and if you don't like me saying this well you know first amendment I mean, I, hey, I think we ought to change it to say like everybody can have, uh, everybody can have like a blunderbuss or one of those yeah. like barrel loading rifles uh, without any registration at all. Everything else yeah. heavily regulated. The R and the. Uh, you want to go in heavily with heavily regulated <laughs> and insurance gun hashtag gun insurance. You want to go in with a uh, a couple of flintlocks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But yeah, it's and so one of the other things I want to talk about too was uh, how much do you know about Wayne Lapierre? That I know that name. So Wayne Lapierre has been the NRA spokesman since 1971, I believe. 
And he is he is the political operative. He is the guy. He's the mouthpiece that's kind of responsible for shaping the N, the NRA and into what it is today. And oh. he is a giant piece of shit. And if anybody deserves to be shot in a school shooting, it's not children. It's Wayne LaPierre. So we need to like do away with Lon Pierre and uh, Rupert Murdoch, and the world will be a happier place. We need to put LaPierre on a boat and just push it out to sea. Yeah. Like this guy. Nope. This guy is the worst. This is the worst of the worst. He made a speech recently, and I watched the speech where he just goes. He it was it was it was all the talking points about how it's socialists and it's the destruction of the family that's causing this, and how how like he just blamed everybody except for guns. That, that like that's why these shootings happen. Like, and it, I get mad. I get annoyed. I get really mad when people just start yelling the word socialist because I feel like. <laughs> It doesn't even mean we're what it used all, to mean. Yeah, by the way, we're a socialist nation already. Like, I mean, you get to take a free road down the uh, road whenever you drive somewhere, right? You didn't pay for that infrastructure. Oh, wait, you did with your tax money. That's right. We all pay into a pot, and we've agreed upon what that pot then pays for. And what we should do is just say, well, can we just include health insurance and education and in, uh, what it's paying for? Because right now a shitload of it's going to weapon manufacturers. And that's not just the nra that's uh, all these military co uh, companies well companies that make military weapons a lot of which we never use like billion dollar jets that just sort of sit there until they fall apart and then they get paid to take them apart again yeah like, man that it's... could have been health care for everyone but no some lobbyist was able to convince the government to build this jet and so you have to pay a hundred thousand dollars to go to college but yeah, LaPierre is a piece of crap, uh, and he attacks socialists, and he attacked the NFL, and Black Lives Matter, and the Occupy movement. They really should do a late-night infomercial. God, it, it Just, really annoys me how they've been able to demonize both Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Oh yeah, he attacked... I, by the way, I don't care if anybody calls it Antifa, I'm calling it Antifa, because it's supposed to stand for anti-fascist. Yeah. But it's like, they're... <sighs> Like, Black Lives Matter in particular, I know more about them than I do Antifa, so I'm just going to talk about them right quick. That's just speaking of propaganda and the right's propaganda to both try to make themselves look like they're protecting your freedoms. They're also trying to make B BLM out to be this anti-police thing, when in fact only one group of people one time ever was doing the march, you know, singing out uh, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. That happened one time. Fox News got the footage, and they just play it in a loop and pretend like that's always what they do. Even if they said no, that. No, that was... Even if they like, said... And the people that were doing that weren't... It's not like they were even that tight-knit of group back then. It's, no one sent them out to say that. They, on their own, called themselves Black Lives Matter and decided to do that chant, and it's never happened again because that was in, like, the movement's infancy before they did get a stronger core and was able to start telling people, it's like, no, you can't use that kind of rhetoric because that makes us all look bad. But it's too late. Fox News has their footage to roll in a loop to scare the hell out of white people. There you go. Even even if they did do that, I'm pretty anti anybody that is actively murdering me, so I am all right and, with that. Like, it, it's, And, uh, of course, Blue Lives Matter's bullshit that's just them trying to tell black lives matter to shut up because that's why you never see blue lives matter rallies here's because blue lives aren't actually under fire they're just here's, yeah, what's, they're just... here's what's really weird about uh cops in general and people's interests uh i have a lot of cop friends and i constantly see their posts on facebook about 
their Second Amendment rights and guns and this, that, and the other. As a cop, isn't it in your best interest for there to be less guns and, like, machine guns floating around? Yeah. I don't understand uh, that. Like, I mean, that's... look at the uh, the Dallas mass shooting last year, year before last. Uh, that was a shitload of police officers getting killed uh, by a white guy, I want to say, the shooter was. I don't remember. And because I don't remember, I'm guessing he was white. But yeah, it's it's like, I don't know, man. It's it's just real weird to me that your job is to protect and serve, and you should be like, yeah, I believe that there should be reasonable uh, gun legislation. And then you're like, yeah, machine guns for everybody. And I'm like, I don't understand your point of view. Because, and also every time there's a mass shooting, I always cringe because I know what Fox News is going to say if it's a black shooter then it's well we need more police if it's muslim it's like build the wall ban them all if it's uh hispanic i think that's also build the wall deport them all and but if it's white it's just thoughts and prayers nothing we can do about no, it no 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 it's not just thoughts Men and mental prayers. illness it's not just thoughts and prayers it's also oh we're now re-examining video games violent video games or oh my god this. yeah <laughs> and the, pre the president also tried to blame video games well what's great about it is it really does remind me, you know, in the in the 90s, there were always those late-night infomercials, and they're all like, all the greatest love songs of our generation, and they play all these. And so it's kind of interesting. We're seeing, like, all the greatest uh, uh, sort of Republican hits of the 80s, 90s, and today, and it's video games, and, like, I can't wait till they start trotting out even older stuff. Like, it's, uh, it's interracial marriage. You know what I think is uh, causing all the mass shootings, Peter? That uh, that that Elvis Presley fellow. Have you seen him dance? He moves his hips. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. very sexual. <laughs> yeah, it's good guy. Really, we're back on video games again, which was interesting because that like they brought it out and then it kind of didn't work because you're talking to like an entire generation of voters who were raised on games or like I didn't kill anyone. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is that all research into that type of violence has shown that the opposite's true, that video games make people considerably less violence, violent because they're able to expunge any sort of violent tendencies in a virtual space. Yeah. So they're way less prone to go out and actually get into a fight. It's a catharsis, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you yeah. spin that emotion somewhere, yeah, that doesn't, doesn't hurt people. And then everyone's like, ah, oh, we need mental, it's mental illness. and But we got it... But, Oh my god. That's 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 bullshit. I'll tell you why because I've never once seen the Republicans uh bring up a bill and say here you go this is the mental illness bill. Yeah. They've never tried to do that. Well, so they don't give a fuck about the whole mental illness side. They're just using that to get people to stop talking about guns. It's just like whenever people say blue lives matter, they're not trying to have a conversation. They're just trying to shut down a conversation. Yeah. They're not trying to help. They're just trying to stop. Wasn't it Wasn't it Republican Jesus who, who gutted mental health care <laughs> in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, Ronald, was, uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Mr. Reagan. Oh, by the way, Ronald Reagan was surrounded by Secret Service when he was shot. Yeah, also, so yeah. guess what he needed was uh, more math teachers, more armed math teachers. Yeah, Republican, then, Republican because, Jesus uh, got shot when he yeah, was, he was surrounded by He was surrounded by people, armed people, armed very highly trained people, and they still couldn't stop him from getting shot. And it's because the person who's... Uh, if someone's going to shoot the president, they are a nut job, and nut jobs don't tend to take things like, oh, I'll get shot too, into account. Plus, what do most mass shooters do when they're done mass shooting? Shoot themselves. They're doing this with the intent of dying at the end, so knowing that bullets are going to be flying back in their direction is not going to stop them, Mr. President. Um, if I can play devil's advocate for a minute, I put a lot of thought into yes. this, and I do, I do understand 
the ideology behind, well, if there was just gun-free zones, you know, make people less safe, this, that, and the other criminals. It's yeah. a, it's the problem with it is it's a very digestible, simple, almost seemingly common sense solution to the problem, because gun legislation and other things are a lot more difficult. There's a lot more nuance to it, so it's a lot easier to sell you. Oh, if only a lone hero had been there, man. Maybe we should, you know, we should somewhere like. I, I get that. Like, I, I understand why you would think that. Because it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Like, and they, and it's that whole, it's, it's, all, it's way back to that, that article we keep referencing by, uh, by Sean Davey on crack.com about the different yeah. kinds of stupid. One of the ones he talked about that I love was this idea that, like, what you need to solve most problems is just some common sense. Yeah, because uh, if you know too much, too many facts, then that gets in the way and muddies the water, and it makes it harder for you to uh, see the solution because you know too much about the problem. Like, yeah, and it's like, dude, we live in a very complex, nuanced world, and they're not always just super simple, easy. And and I, our president thinks that like it's just simple, come and like people resonate with that because they they just they people want simple solutions to problems. And our president thinking he invented the sneak attack that Peter mentioned earlier, that's because, that's what he was saying is, I have I have the best way to defeat ISIS, okay? I have a secret plan. By the way, anyone listening, do you remember how many times our president said he had a secret plan to defeat ISIS? He's not going to tell us until he becomes president. Well, he's president now and ISIS is still kicking around, so I guess he really didn't have a plan. But, except the thing is, is that he thought that he did, because that's why he kept saying, we, we, why, why, do we, why do we always just tell people that we are going in ahead of time? Okay, what we need to do is just show up and surprise them. And the moderators feeling bad for him tried to explain, well, sir, usually it's because, you know, the bad guys aren't all like huddled together, isolated off on their own. They're intermingling in a town and we have to give people, civilians, a chance to evacuate so we don't murder 10,000 innocent for every one villain we take down. Yeah. But uh, the reason why he kept asking that is because he really did think that he was the very first person to think of this idea. Just don't tell them we're coming, and then we'll kill them all. It's just, I mean, like I said, it's... And, and part of the problem is, man, I don't know, like, maybe maybe I'm stuck too much in just, like, the uh, negative feedback loop on Facebook. or <laughs> I don't know, but it's just... I, I mean, and I'm, I can't... I'm not going to say that people have always been... That people were smarter back in the day, but... Oh, it's, people were dumber back in the day. It, it, we just have better access to see how dumb people are today. Yeah, it just seems that people just, I don't know, man, like, they're not they are not changing. Like, as, and I've talked about this before, as technology changes and everything else, we as, we as human beings have not, like, evolved emotionally and mentally, I think. And maybe we're smarter on paper, but, like... <laughs> We still we still sort of cater to like the lowest sort of common denominator, the easiest thing, the easiest solution, you know, and that's like, I... and that's worrisome, man. Like the idea that someone in the future, hopefully, if there is a future for the human race, is going to look back and go, man, ah, uh, that's crazy. They just uh, they were just giving guns to everybody. Why didn't they just go after the gun manufacturers? Like, it's going to be a weird time. um, America has kind of dug itself a deep hole. Like, it has produced, has created and sold off and distributed so many guns that if we ever do have, like, a great gun purge, 
uh, we're never going to get them all. Like, it's going to be so easy for these, you know, bad guys with a gun to go out there and get their hands on them. No, I see. I disagree with you there because I think that's also you part so? of the, Yeah, I think that's part of the rhetoric. So here's the thing. It, it, okay. it's, a, there's, it's a multi-step solution. And I read a really cool thing the other day that goes, it's not just, uh, oh, bad guys will get guns. Passing the laws and going after the manufacturers would also deter the sellers. It would deter the manufacturers. You know, like there's multiple people that are involved in the pipeline. Stop, uh, it'll help stop new crazy people from getting guns, certainly. There'll yeah. still be a lot of guns out there. Now, of course, the uh, what I was saying earlier about the we might as well just not have speed limits because speeders will still speed. But the thing is, is that if we because we have speed limits, if we see someone going 120 miles yeah. an hour, we can pull them over and stop them from hurting someone. Yep. Similarly, if you know we ban assault weapons and we see someone walking around with an assault weapon, we can't be like, oh, Second Amendment, we have to wait until they start murdering people to do anything about it. No, we can be like, hey, you shouldn't have that. I get to call the police now and be like, there's a guy with a really big gun. Like, could you make sure that he's not gonna, you know, use it? You know, they argue, and, they argue that they, they also argue that, oh, back in the day we were, more people were armed and this, that, and the other. We didn't have these problems. And I'm like, well, we did and we didn't. Uh, people didn't have this kind of access to firearms. And they didn't have access to this kind of firearms. Yeah. And there's also the idea of, an and extreme this, limit of bullets. Uh, they weren't as accurate. All kinds of things. The, the, this, is, this is the historical tie-in. So during Prohibition, uh, when the Thompson submachine gun came out, you could just order <clears throat> a Thompson submachine gun in the mail, Sears and Roebuck, uh, you know, the golden age of just getting yourself a machine gun. So what happened was all these criminal organizations that were spawned from that, the Prohibition era. Is that like from the mask whenever he's done making the balloon, balloon animal and he's like, ah! Gun. Yes, yes. For those of you who don't know what a Tommy gun or a Thompson submachine gun looks like, it's the old gangster gun from the 1920s to the 30s. So the, the the criminals were just ordering these guns in the mail, and then cops just had like I guess your standard cop cop pistol, and they were outgunning the shit out of the cops. Like the cops are like, all right, yeah, I'll stop that now. And then <laughs> then the criminals would be like, Tommy gun, da 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 da, you know, like. <laughs> And so we made it so you can't order a machine gun through the mail anymore. Because they're killing too many people. Because, yeah, they're just gunning people down left and right. So Now imagine if their solution was to uh, just make more of them and make sure everybody has one. That's still not going to stop the bad guys from gunning down the cops. Just now the cops can, I don't know, uh, use their police-regulated guns that are much smaller and much less lethal to... Um, but it's... Uh, but yeah, it just, I don't know. But I was gonna say, like, the thing is, we need, we need, number one, we need to just, we need to bring back the, the ban on assault rifles. First and foremost, nobody needs those guns. Those should not be in the hands of the civilians. I remember when, because we grew up during the, uh, the era of the assault weapon ban. Because I remember very clearly when the ban was not renewed under, I believe, uh, Bush. Yeah, w. Bush. W's first term. Uh, me and our friend Sean looked at each other and went, "Man, I bet there's a lot of cops right now going." Fuck. Right? Yeah, whatever happened to Blue Lives Matter, right? If, if you're genuine about Blue Lives Matter, maybe you should make sure the bad guys with the gun don't have a much better gun than the good, good guys with the gun. I used to it's work... like I was just saying, police have certain regulations on what type of firearms they can use. They can't use Tommy guns. Uh, I used to work for a guy that had a, uh, an AK-47 uh, in his house. And this was during the assault weapon ban. He, 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 he showed me, and it was very quiet, like... We like locked the door behind us, and it was like a very hushed, like 
this is this is super <laughs> illegal. And I'm like, it's real cool, but yeah, let's hide it back in the closet because you go to jail for that. So yeah, it does it does have an effect. That we need that first and foremost. Then we need to start a buyback program. We we just we need a like, well, like cash for clunkers. Yeah, one eight seven seven guns for kids. Protect your kids today. I don't know if you've ever heard. Have you heard that that song yet? It's real popular up yeah. here. Yeah, it's the eight seven seven cars for kids. Yeah, we need to just just buy them back, man. I guarantee you, like people, people will like willingly like sell a lot of these guns. And like you know, we talked about gun insurance. Well, I don't know if that'll ever actually. Get up I to. just realized how good of timing this is going to be because this current administration is going to destroy the economy pretty you know sooner than later right yeah so as soon as it dies that's whenever the uh let's buy your guns program go, can go into effect buy up all the guns and yeah th this will be really good timing well the good thing is and where you really are seeing change too is i saw a video it's going around and i can't remember the guy's name he's a he's a gun enthusiast he has like second amendment tattoo on his arm and he made this yeah video with his ar-15 where he goes i like this gun it's real fun to shoot but he goes you know what I don't want to ever think about this gun hurting somebody. And he, you know, on his video, he walked to like a saw behind him and like sawed the gun into pieces. And I'm like, well, nice. good, because that's that's who you need on board. Is you need you need legitimate like, you know, sportsmen. Like what the NRA used to be, which was like a, it was a, a sportsman and marksman club. You know, people were like we enjoy firearms, yeah. we enjoy the sport. Before it became a, a just a hand puppet for arms manufacturers. Uh, before, uh, who, God, was it Clint Eastwood himself that went out and said, "You can take, you can pry my guns from my cold dead hands." No, 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 that was Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Sorry. that. He he did that whole thing where he's like, "From my cold dead hands." Like, that that marked a turning point in the NRA because that type of rhetoric worked really well to keep getting people to buy guns and that's all they're trying to do is sell the maximum number of guns which is why Obama was so good for them is because they could pretend like he was so bad for them and that would freak out all the people that believe their dopey rhetoric and they'd be like I gotta, buy, gotta go buy the guns before Obama gets them nobody's coming to take your guns pal it just they don't think you should have all the guns all the types of guns and no, by the way, no politician ever has even uttered one word about taking guns from anyone, yeah. right? Like some people on Twitter might talk about we need to ban all the guns, but no politician has ever done that. So, you know, they need to uh, stop pretending like that's a thing that's happening. It's, it's fear, man. They're a fear-based industry. They sell, they sell guns with fear. Every school shooting happens. What happens? The gun sales go through the roof. Yeah. Because people are afraid that uh, people are going to take their guns from them. I don't know how many people are buying because they're afraid that they'll get shot by a mass shooter. I, I really don't think that's what's happening. Best I can tell, people go out and buy tons of guns because they're afraid the government, and right now it'd be the shadow government that's trying to undermine um, the real, the quote-unquote real President Trump, uh, that will come for their guns. Yeah, I did. A, Secret president of the U.S. Hillary Clinton. I did. A, will come for your guns. I did a weird. I go on these weird ben, these weird benders where I just read a bunch of stuff on a subject. And there was one period where I was reading up on guns and gun laws and stuff like that. And what's fascinating is uh, a when you shoot somebody, there's a lot more to it than just like I was self defense. Uh, there was a there was a lot of stories. I was just reading about gun law and this and the other. And this guy, he was I believe he was a Vietnam veteran and he lived at home with his wife. And one day, you know, he was a gun owner and all this, and there was a teenager, uh, I guess, in the in the yard next to his house, like, 
freaking out and screaming at his neighbor's house and banging on the door and stuff. So he walks out to see what's happening. And there's just crazy teenagers, you know, I guess, screaming at his girlfriend or something in the house. And the guy goes, hey, buddy, what's happening? And the guy goes, go back inside, old man. And he goes, okay, just don't come on my lawn. And the guy goes inside down the hall and turns around and sees this teen coming in his house right at him. So he grabs his gun, turns around, bam, bam, shoots shoots the kid dead, right? Fully within his rights. He was under, you know, he was he was threatened, said the other. Now, here's the thing about the aftermath people don't talk about. Um, even if the cops do declare that, like, or it comes out that it was self-defense, a lot of times you still have to go to court. A lot of times you're still going to go to jail when the police show up. Yeah. Furthermore, even if you uh, are cleared, it's self-defense, this, that, and the other, the family can still sue you for a wrongful death suit. So then you're in... You're in uh, yeah, that's what happened to O.J. Simpson, by the way, even yeah. after he was uh, acquitted of murder. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not going to be charged with the crime of murdering his wife. The family of his wife was still able to sue him for her murder, and he did actually lose that case. He lost the civil case, but he won the criminal case. So the litigation behind shooting somebody, even in self-defense, is a nightmare. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't defend yourself, but the consequences, I don't see people, I don't think people think about it. People also, a lot of times, I don't believe have an accurate understanding of the emotional toll it takes when you shoot somebody. And also, when you shoot somebody, they don't just die. There was a uh, there was a, another story in this thing I was reading where uh, the cops were at a, a drug bust and it went bad. Yeah, it's, it's not like a, in a video game if you nick someone's ankle like three times, okay, they're dead. Yeah, then this, their health bar has been depleted. In this shootout with the cops and the drug dealers, uh, this one drug dealer got shot, I guess, in the chest, was wounded mortally, and managed to crawl, I think, the length of a football field before dying. And the point mm. the book made was they go. Now imagine he had decided to stand and fight instead of crawl away. He still had a lot of fight left in him, even though he was dying. Yeah. So it's just it's like so many ins and outs that just I think people are just like watching the movies and uh, yeah. like, dude, it, life is not a movie. Life is complex, and like, you should do everything you can to avoid taking human life at all possible, and do whatever you can to preserve human life. Yeah. There was this weird. Go ahead. And. Speaking of doing whatever you can to preserve human life, uh, Boycott NRA is trending right now. Yeah. Because apparently a lot of companies have just started to um, in, terminate their relationship with NRA. Like companies that offer discounts to NRA members are not doing that anymore. And a lot of them are like places I haven't heard of. Uh, Windham Hotels. No, Best yeah. Western, I know them. Uh, Alamo National Enterprise. But there's still a lot of people, and there's that are not doing this and they're saying well these are all the people you need to uh be tweeting that to let them know hey you should uh maybe stop well my, that's that's the cool thing to do right now my big thing and i've talked about this for a while and i would love to start this if anybody ever listens to our podcast is i think someone should start a new nra they should we should start a new organization for responsible gun ownership that is is like the nra used to be that's not just a shill for arms manufacturers I think that there are a lot of responsible gun owners and reasonable people that don't have anywhere to go and there's nobody there's nobody like, you know, advocating for them and those I think are the people that are going to make the real change. Yep. That Yeah, I left you stunned, didn't that... I? Yeah. That, that's another good practical solution, just like the gun insurance. Yeah. Well, let's just start a new NRA, a better NRA, one that does 
what this one purports to do, but has not done in a very long time. Well, it's also, your numbers are shrinking. You're not, the, I forget the percentage, but it's like, what is like most of the guns are run by a small percentage of the population. So most, most of your population doesn't have guns or experience with firearms anyway. And if you're not courting those people, you're going to start seeing your membership shrink. And you're going to be left with like those hardcore Timothy McVeigh nut jobs. You are. And I guess it's just, I guess it's just greed. The, the, the NRA not going, we need to turn our image around, we need to fix this. It's just, this has worked for so long, let's keep doing it. And I mean, man, but, ah, God. All the counter arguments we could also discuss, just to sort of like do a grab bag of those. Um, just to sort of round out the issue, such as um, students being able to get a hold of the gun that the teachers have, well, then they should lock them up. Well, no, you can't lock them up or you won't be able to get to them in time if a shooting breaks out. So then you have to find the key, you have to remember where you stashed the gun away, if you can remember where you left the key, and then the bullets are probably in a different place, and you got to put them all together. And by this point, everyone in your class is dead because this all takes too long. Why do you trust teachers so much with guns anyway? You really shouldn't at all. Like, even if one of them is, like, ex-military, that's still really bad because ex... I mean, uh, th this isn't something I want to talk about lightly, but uh, ex-military is prone to, um, let's say, flashbacks whenever they're around weapons, and... Well, not even that. You know, my favorite military story people are bringing up is uh, Chris Kyle, the American sniper, was killed by a dude with a gun! Well, was, yeah, just be, just because they're ex-military doesn't mean they're magically invincible, too. So he, was too. he was probably the... Maybe that's more video game logic, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, they're, they're very high level, so they have way more HP than the other teachers. I don't... I, you know, why aren't we talking about secret passages in schools? Oh, that would be awesome! Let's, okay, I'd be for that. Yeah, I, I wanna... know that there's no way they'd be able to afford the, uh, the budget... But, I mean, they can't afford the guns either, so screw it. Let's talk about secret passages. Yeah. Like, design every school to be like H.H. H. Holmes, old home, then, oh, that would be amazing. Let, uh, let's, and then, um, or, because or, I've buried myself in Harry Potter this week, let's make every school like Hogwarts with lots of magical secret passages and stuff like that. If we're going to talk about dumb solutions, I'd much rather know, <laughs> I'd much rather know that there's a, a magic secret passage in my classroom out of the building than giving yeah. me a gun. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I'm picturing like the principal having this uh, cameras everywhere, and he has like this master map of the school. And whenever a shooting breaks out, he can like start touching segments of the camera screens and like rearranging the school. And suddenly, the shooter is like trapped in this labyrinth of stairs that go nowhere and doors that don't open. Why not? Why not hallway wolves? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> you 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 got like you know during class, your 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 hallways are patrolled by wolves or vicious bears. You know, yeah, the, shoot, the shooter thinks that he's finally discovered the passageway to the students. Nope, that's the basilisk room. Yeah, exactly. Let's make... Let's make... And, that, <laughs> and then he's turned to stone, and then we take the statue of the shooter and put him out on the lawn of the school so that other potential shooters see that, and they're like, nope, not going to that school. They have a basilisk. Yeah, you know, all you need is a good bear. You know, bad guy with a gun, good bear. <laughs> good bear with a... Uh, it's a freaking bear. Like, most bullets don't hurt it. Yeah, it takes a lot to kill a bear. And while he's fighting the bear, we can all escape. <laughs> I, it has to be a trained bear not just any bear would do that would be ridiculous well I mean it would be more ridiculous than giving teachers guns 
Because I'm not. That, that was that was the reference. Sometimes I lose my keys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> in school, I don't yeah. want a firearm floating around. I tell you what I'm gonna do. If I, as a teacher, if I'm forced to carry a gun, I'm putting Pez in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not putting bullets in it. I'm filling it with Pez. It's gonna be awesome. I, it's like I, I can see you like you, you know those uh, projectors you have to like reach up and pull down well the string like falls off and you can't quite reach it and you're like I gotta pull it down if only I had something I could like hit it with where's my gun yeah you know and then you just open fire on it to get it to roll down there we go there's a few holes in it now but that gives it character yeah it's uh, man oh like... did one of those ricochet and hit you little Timmy don't worry that'll the scar will give you character yeah you know and like this the Wayne LaPierre was going on about how we have armed security at uh at at basketball games and this and the other but we don't have armed security at school well we do have security at schools but also they're children they they shouldn't be made to feel like they're in prison we should make it more difficult it, for people it actually does it actually does feel like prison the um the stress level of the average high schooler is the same as the stress level of the average mental patient in a like 1930s uh yeah. sanitarium today no, I know. So how. that's just a fun fact. So they're already that stressed, and now you're going to add firearms into the mix. Yeah, but and the problem I get is it's because the solution is we, we it's going to take us a while to dig ourselves out of this hole, to pass meaningful yeah. legislation, to gun buyback and, programs, to get to go and back. There's and there's people, and there's you know, very experienced propagandists that are going to fight us every inch of the way. Because you're messing with their money, and <laughs> they don't yeah. want to lose money. Because and, I mean, th think about it this way: they have. Yeah, they lose everything if this works. So they are gonna—they're willing to spend everything, millions if not billions of dollars. Yeah. Addition, they'll keep throwing more and more and more money at it to try and push you back with every last penny they have, uh, until they're just completely broke. And that should be our goal. We got to run them into the ground. And I will but say this: they, too. As, as much as I, really as much hard. as I hate the NRA, I always wonder how much money it would take me to become a. a an NRA shill where I'm just like, well, maybe dead kids aren't so bad. <laughs> How much? Uh, for me, probably not that much. Like a, a million a year would do it. So we're pretty anti, pretty anti dead children, but I guess money changes everything. But being as how we're broke oh, yeah. and we make a podcast that nobody listens to, we can remain the voice of, we can remain the untainted voice of truth. Yep. In this world. Uh, yeah. So if our, um, listener singular uh thinks you know what i really don't want these people to become shills of the nra well, all you have to do is like um sign up to our patreon and uh, <laughs> pay us one million dollars a year i'm mad we're that, not that's even our, that, that's our stretch goal for one million dollars we won't advocate killing children i'm mad we're not even getting uh we're not even getting facebook hate we're not getting uh we're not getting hate mail We've... we're getting like bad tweets because um i do like a few tweets and someone will tweet back you're disgusting <laughs> yeah. i am please tell me more <laughs> i want <laughs> i want to hear more but but that's nothing's in response to what we're saying during the podcast though yeah because we're we're not offering well I, I feel like we are offering simple solutions gun insurance and uh hashtag hogwarts and uh what was the other thing you had i don't even get another solution i had a, what, the gun buyback program Besides that, that's also good, but we had that. you had something. Hey, uh, you said it struck me silent, but I was like reading something. Are you talking? Well, we were talking about the the secret passages, where the the hallway wolves, the bears. We've had some. No, it, was, it was right before that. 
putting Wayne LaPierre out on a tiny little boat and just sending him out to sea in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. We've had a lot of really good ideas this podcast. I just realized that. Yeah. Was none of, these are all great ideas, but they're not the ones I was thinking of. It's like right on the tip of my tongue, but I can't recall. Reanimating the, ah. reanimating the corpse of Charlton Heston and have him shamble around and protect all of our schools. <laughs> that might work. Just like give him a rocket pack so he can get between them faster. Yeah. Oh, like the Rocketeer. Uh, and, uh, okay, so... They're saying getting rid of the guns doesn't work. Well, you know, it worked for Australia. Uh, they had, what was it, four mass shootings? And they're like, nope, screw it. None of you get high-powered guns anymore. And uh, then, you know, they could say, well, we're not a la- we're not a, uh, an island like Australia, so it's different. Guns can still get in. Well, you know, Canada's right next to the U.S., and they don't have mass shootings like we do. Well, you, so. you, well the thing is, like I said, you go after the gun manufacturers. just like they need to go after the pharmaceutical manufacturers, and you need to go... That was uh, stop making that, that was, these stop making these guns. Uh, that's just another one of those uh, what I was calling the grab bag of uh, arguments. I'm also a all the little time. bit disappointed that we're still having a gun debate and we have not gotten onto energy weapons yet. Oh, like uh, laser guns? Yeah, like laser I, guns, I'm an, pulse blasters. I'm an, ad, I'm an advocate of that just because I like Star Wars, and if real life was like Star Wars, I think that'd be worth a few dead kids. Oh man! I'd... Hashtag. Um, laser RA, give me money. <laughs> Man, I would I would become National... I would become a shield of the the uh... N N N L R A National Laser Rifle Association. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the NLA Man, the National Laser Association. Oh my God, I'd be like, what we need in schools is a good guy with a laser pistol. <laughs> no, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a laser pistol is a good guy with a Death Star. Okay, like, as soon as they go to shoot up your kids, boom, blow up the whole planet. No more bad guys. He's a good guy with a lightsaber. <laughs> The National Lightsaber Association. Man, I'd get behind that. They're like, every teacher's going to have to carry a lightsaber. I'd be like, I'm in. I'm, yep. I'm 100%. I'm all, I'm all in. Take all my chips. Like, children, you all mean so much to me. You're all so precious in my eyes. But, I mean, a lightsaber's really fucking cool. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, this is definitely worth more to me than any of one of your lives, okay? Oh, now, if I kill, like, five or six of you on accident... I'll rethink this, but until that happens... After every exam came back, I'd be like, you've disappointed, <laughs> you've disappointed me for the last time. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> of course, I'd be hauled into the principal's office. You killed younglings! I'm like, yeah, but it looked real cool, right? And a lightsaber. And, and now your essay is complete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. See, that's... I think that's... I'm afraid when your friends arrive, my exam will be quite operational. Why, why, why are we, see, we're holding ourselves back, man. I want to live in this world where we're just like, it's lasers and make-believe. But yeah, no, I I really have this week, my way of dealing with this is to just hide myself inside. I've been rereading the Harry Potter series and that's made me go, oh my God, we're living part of this. I find your lack of punctuation disturbing. I do. I very much do. I'm still on the uh, lightsabers <laughs> with kids shtick. I know. I'm all aboard the Hogwarts Express right now because that's the only way I've been able to make myself feel better. Stayed up till I stayed up till 9.30 this morning reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't sleep last night because I was just like, Hog- oh. Hogwarts, take me away. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you're doing this podcast on no sleep? Uh, I slept for a couple hours, uh, but that was that was about it. Like, yeah, I, I was up real late because I've had this yeah. week off of school, so I've been I've done nothing but just be lazy and like read Harry Potter. Nice. 
and read the news and yell about Wayne LaPierre. Yeah, I've actually surprisingly stayed away from the news for the most part this week. I mean, I, I was gone for a lot of it, so that helped. But it's like I thought for certain we'd be talking about the 13 indictments, but no, like nobody cares about that. Rick Gates is the third conviction in you know the biggest political scandal of our lifetimes right and we're not we haven't mentioned him once by the way anyone listening there has been a third a guilty plea in the um trump russia investigation because our president is putin's puppet if that isn't perfectly clear to well all. i'm actually okay with us not paying hardcore attention to that right now because i hope that it allows the investigation to continue uh unimpeded and kind of underground right I, but a lot of it is, I believe, Mueller poking the bear with the stick just to see how the president reacts. And we need to make sure the president's feeling pressure so that he'll say the wrong thing. Oh, by the way, he is still feeling a bit of pressure because he tweeted like 26 times about um, the indictments over the weekend. So that's hilarious. Well, but right now, it's like we're already off of that because he also said stuff about uh, children and the, uh, the thing with him having the note, having to remind himself to say, I hear you. That was funny too. Well, like I'm kind of hoping that Mueller doesn't do the 80s slacker thing where like, they're like, all right, man, this investigation, what do you got? And he's like, Oh man. Oh no, I've got 24 hours to wrap up this investigation. I've just been <laughs> hanging out and drinking by the pool the whole time. <laughs> Cause that's my secret fear about Mueller. You are. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he's actually been doing, if you compare this side by side with every other major um, invest investigation like this, he's been going along at a breakneck pace. Like, it feels slow as molasses because this current president makes time slow down. Like, we are all going to live 100 years longer because that's how long this one year is going to last. Well, you know, he took down... I mean, unless... Unless the NRA gets to you first, then you won't live that much longer. But he took he took down uh, John Gotti, which seems like the dumbest thing because Mueller. Yeah, wasn't he involved in the Gotti investigation, the famous mafioso case? Ah, yes, yes. The that's I, th I was like, what? This recently? Did no, 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 no. Something else. But like, okay. it, that was so stupid because they kept going, "Hey, he's the Teflon Don. Nothing sticks, right?" And I'm like, you probably shouldn't taunt the FBI because that's generally how they yeah. how they get you. But, by the way, he's our president taunting the FBI and trying to discredit them constantly is not making him any friends with the people that are most likely to tear him the fuck down. And they will. They will. He is making no friends there whatsoever. No one's going to have his back when all this unravels. Yeah, well, maybe those Second Amendment people can do something about that. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it, folks. Nothing you can do. Yeah, well... Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's it this week. Maybe maybe next week we'll be like, oh, what do you know? We got some meaningful gun legislation. <laughs> uh, and then and then we woke up. It's just like that dream of uh, the kid handling your gun. Yeah, that was a nightmare, and I don't like that my nightmares are becoming reality. Yeah, just just wait. It won't be that much longer. I really wish that Harry Potter would become reality because eventually I'm about to have to go back to school after this week off and face life again. Oof. Damn. Yeah, it's all right. It's only a couple more months till summer, man. Yar. And uh, yeah, so I guess that's uh, that's our podcast for this week. Uh, I'm Peter, and I'm Pat, and uh, we're still raking muck. <laughs>